The Chili Peppers, by the way, at 16 past 7, right here at 92.9 JB here this morning. All thanks Country Auto's GWM. Those unexpected spots that you found cash. This is after Jack Greenhall, a UK boy. He was pleasantly surprised, as you would be, after he rocked up to an ATM machine out the front of a British supermarket chain. Just, you know, punched some buttons for the heck of it. And he got 400 pounds out of the ATM machine. He was nice, though, Jack was. He was good. He decided to hand the cash in. He alerted a nearby cleaner and security guard. And he's hoping that they'd be able to um, find the owner. Well, they did find the owner. So apparently it turned out the woman hadn't received her money after trying to withdraw it from the ATM. And she was very grateful that she was reunited with her cash. So obviously, the ATM machine had you know, had an issue and a bug in it or something like that. So she's left, gone, I haven't got my money out of it, so she's walked away. Jack's just come along, whacked some buttons on it. Wooshka, 400 bucks, thanks for coming. Well done. And Jack, because of the supermarket um, that owned the ATM machine, they gave Jack, for his honesty, a £10 gift card. So well done there, Mr. Supermarket Chain. Where have you found cash? I found $150 once in some bushes out the front of McDonald's. Wow. So, That's yeah. That's a lot of Big Macs. That was a lot of Big Macs. Or someone's missed out on a lot of Big Macs. Yeah. Their, their $150 has fluttered into the bushes out the front of McDonald's. They've gone in there, ordered a heap of Big Macs, and then <laughs> gone, oh, I can't pay for it, and done the... <laughs> The awkward patting of the pockets. Good day for you. I, I walked, I honestly did, I walked around trying to find whoever it was that owned the cash. Couldn't find him, so it was mine. So um, I was gave once it a try. cleaning my room and I went through an old suitcase that I hadn't put away. Yep. Um, and found $300 in there that I remembered my grandparents giving me like a year earlier. No way. So good. That's good. And it was just sad because I was like, well, there's rent. Like, yeah, yeah. There's, you Off know, to a like, bill. you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's pretty good. It's so good. Yeah, that's, that's very good. I, I never l- find anything. I love that feeling when I know it's sort of like your cash, so it comes around, but when you find random money in the car or in your back pocket or whatever like that. Yeah. So, and then I'm glad that here in Australia we've got the plastic money. So you can wash it a million times and the wash doesn't get destroyed. You have that problem in the in the US with their paper money. It's gone. I know. I always think about that. Why yeah. would they do that? I know. Just silly. 19 past 7. Where have you found unexpected cash on our Facebook page? Or give me a ring. 676-22929. Lego Masters back on the NBN network this evening. And one half of it, it is the Brickman. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? Doing very well. One very important half of it, because if it wasn't for you, I mean, we'd just have Hamish Blake pretending he knows lots about Lego. So, I mean, you're a very, very vital part of the show. You are one of only 14 Lego certified professionals in the world. For those kids sitting in the car at the moment going, Mom, I want to be a Lego certified professional when I'm older, how, how do they get there? Well, uh, I've got some bad news for them, but they need to study really hard at maths at school. So I'm really sorry about that, kids, but you've got to do your maths homework. <laughs> yeah, good. That's very That's very good. And look, and you have to be, I'm pretty sure you have to be knowledgeable on all subjects. So you, you just have to study hard at everything. Do all your homework. Yeah, look. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Sorry about that, kids. 
<laughs> Very much so. It's an amazing job that you've got. It's phenomenal. So what, you just started out loving Lego when you were a kid and then pretty much just did it as a career? Uh, kind of. I mean, I loved Lego as a kid up until I was about 13 or 14 and then it kind of became not cool, if that makes mm, any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't until, it wasn't until we had kids that um, I got back into it then. And my mum had actually kept my Lego from when I was a little boy. Yeah. And so once, you know, once our kids came along, she goes, well, you better have your junk back. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, got my Lego back and got back into it then. And then how do you make that career jump into doing it professionally? How did that come about? Yeah, well, kind of like most sort of things like this, it kind of happens by accident. So, uh, I, you know, I, I was just building some cool Lego stuff and, of course, the internet comes about and, you know, some people saw what I was doing and then, you know, it kind of snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. And so, yeah, I had to make a decision one day whether um, I went to work, I used to be in IT, yep. or I stayed home and played with Lego for a living. So it's a pretty easy decision. <laughs> I've got to ask you, is it Lego or Lego? Well, uh, you're probably showing your South Australian roots there. Nailed it. Only South Australians call it Lego. <laughs> I have heard that. I never realised that till I moved um, interstate to the East Coast. And we were talking about, I don't know, we were giving away Lego or something ages ago and someone pointed that out. So, so it's, it's Lego only within SA. Uh, yeah, and that's, that's their claim to fame, yep. I think. <laughs> Very true. What's your favourite... Lego set out of all of them, your like favorite one that comes to mind? Yeah, look, that's a tough one. And, and you know, over the years, Lego, of course, has developed and changed a lot over time. So, you know, uh, what was originally my favorite Lego set as a kid, it's obviously very different now. But um, there, there's some really cool, like, modern day cars and things like yeah. that, which I really like. I mean, you can never afford to buy an Aston Martin, so making one out of Lego is pretty awesome. <laughs> Very true. What's your most impressive uh, like model that you've made so far? The one that just comes to mind that you spent hours working on that you just love? Uh, well, we made a life-size T-Rex. That'd so do I it. I think that probably, that probably counts. <laughs> Very much so. That's it. What's your favourite Lego brick or item? Oh, well, I don't want to nerd you out too much, but um, I Please. do like the, the plain old 2x4 brick. It's very versatile. Yep. It can be used in a lot of things. And, um, I, you know, when I'm making these big Lego sculptures and stuff, I use a lot of those. So probably the plain old 2x4 brick. No, that's fair enough. Why not? I mean, it would be very difficult getting by without having that brick. So, um, yeah, no, that that's fair enough. Um, what are we looking forward to with Lego Masters this year? Of course, more contestants coming back, more outlandish models than we've ever been seen before, more crazy challenges than in previous seasons? Yeah, definitely. And, of course, you know, uh, it goes without saying that Hamish Blake, of course, has added a fair bit more craziness to what he does as well. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, look, it's, it's funny. The contestants this year... They've got the benefit of having watched a couple of yeah. seasons previously, so they kind of have this uh, forewarned knowledge of what to what to expect on the show. Yeah. And with that, of course, comes comes much better Lego models. So everything's kind of bigger and better, if that makes sense. No, I love it. Hey, look, you have to be honest now. How is Hamish Blake, on a scale of one to ten, at building Lego? Is he is he actually really good, or is he just terrible? Has no clue, but you don't want to tell him. No, no, I, no, we have discussions about this all the time. He's a solid three and a half. 
<laughs> Love, he's probably on par with me, I think. <laughs> he, he, um, what, he is, what he is a master at, he's a, he's a master at outsourcing it. So I end up building all the things that he needs built. So that's uh, the way it goes, the way of the world. You're, that's why you're the perfect team. See, he's the, he's the palm offerer and you're the doer. See? Perfect. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that works. <laughs> hey, Brick, man. Always an absolute pleasure to have a chat with you and uh, looking forward to checking out LEGO Masters for this season. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, my pleasure, Norris. Brick on. 8.28 here at 92.9. Yeah, time to have a chat with Belinda and Patrick from Married at First Sight, which wrapped up last night. How are you guys? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, how are you? Yeah, doing very well. Great to have you both joining me for a bit of a chat this morning. It all wrapped up yesterday. Uh, how's it been outside of the uh, experiment together? Yeah, I think being outside the experiment has been good. Like, we're just, you know, living everyday normal life, like in the real world as a relationship. So it's been good. It's been relative smooth sailing. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I feel like it's been a lot better outside yeah. um, than inside the experiment, just because, like, there's no, none of those, like, pressures of the experiment anymore. Yes, of course, yeah. No cameras in your face, no producers hounding <laughs> you, telling you you have to go on this date and <laughs> say this and, and do that. I mean, how, how, on that point, how sort of controlling was the experiment, I guess? Was every single day planned out to you to the nth degree, or was there a little bit of flexibility in things? I'll let you answer that one, Pat. Okay. <laughs> let him speak. <laughs> this is a, throw the grenade to me. Um, <laughs> no, it was. Um, yeah. So what they do, they um, you know, they, they never tell us what to like say or anything like that. Um, yeah. They just um say like you know if it's like you know something like confession week, let's say the start of the experiment. Um, they'll say you know we're doing these activities, and then from there on, it's your decision how you cope with it. So. It's not like script or anything like that. They don't say do this or do yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. So, um, but they just said, I guess, the, the framework for what to do. Yes, of course. Have you caught up with many of the other couples from the show or you haven't seen them since it all wrapped up? Like, I've seen a few of the, you know, the cast members. Yeah. Um, you know, there are quite a few people in Melbourne. That, um, that's where we are. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we generally just see the cast members that are in Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, fantastic. And, I mean... After everything wrapped up and you're watching it on TV, um, do you think it was like fairly fair what you were watching, or were you sort of taken back with some of how it ended up being portrayed or viewed? How how was that whole thing? Um, well, we're, we're people who definitely won't complain about the edit. Um, yeah. You know, like some people out there. So we'll just, um, you know, I, I thought it was pretty, you know, accurate what you saw on TV to what happened, but yeah. um, I guess, you know, we filmed about 12 hours during the day, so you can't put everything yeah. into one episode, so obviously there's going to be things uh, uh, cut out, but that's, yeah, but we're not going to complain about it, that's for sure. No, fantastic. Hey, I want to play a quick game with you both. Um, how well do you know your other half? Um, so, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna fire some questions at Belinda to start with, so so Patrick, just um, don't don't tune in for a little bit. I'm going to ask three <laughs> questions to uh, to Belinda. I'm going to jot down your answers, and I'm going to ask you the same questions, Pat, and see if your answers match, okay? Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Good luck. I mean, a lot of these are just 50-50, so, you know, flip a coin with your answers, Patrick. Uh, Belinda, are you a dog or cat person? <laughs> cat. Cat? 
I had a feeling that might have been the answer. <laughs> yep. Um, Belinda, what is your eye colour? Green. Green? All right, no dramas. And what is your favourite sport? Oh, my favourite sport? Oh, God. <laughs> um, I well, thought that... Well, if you see... Yeah. Sport, like to watch on TV. I don't watch sports on TV. I, I mean, dancing. I don't know if that's a sport. I'll just say dancing. All right, dancing. I have a feeling that might be the curly one for Patrick, I'm thinking. All right, Patrick, <laughs> hopefully you can hear me now. Um, Good good luck. Um, um Well, well I, I don't want to press a bubble, but I heard Belinda's answers then. <laughs> 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 I heard all the answers. Oh. <laughs> I, I, was waiting to, I was waiting to go and hold or something, but I was hearing everything. <laughs> Well, that failed. <laughs> oh, right. Well, I was about to say eye colours brown. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you, you knew she was a cat person. No, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah, definitely yeah, knew, yeah, that. knew that. Yeah, and and you knew that dancing was her favourite sport. <laughs> yeah, no, she like. <laughs> yeah, I'm the yeah, I'm the forty one. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I, I knew that. that dancing was she loved that. Well, well done, yeah. JB. <laughs> no drama. I'll have to find out what the technicians did there. Hey guys, thank you so much for being good sports as per normal. It's been fantastic to have a chat with you on Married at First Sight over the last uh, couple of weeks. And look, all the best with how things go. I hope that, you know, in three or four years' time when uh, Married at First Sight do the big couples reunion thing like they did at the beginning of this year, you guys are still together and still firing in all cylinders. So well done, guys. Thank, thank you. you so much. No dramas at all. Belinda and Patrick there from Married at First Sight. And Maccas, they've got the brand new 100% Aussie chicken menu with their seriously saucy palmy burger with parmigiana and cheese sauce. Juicy, tender chicken McPieces in a delicious coating. Irresistible chicken salt shaker fries. And, of course, the fiery McSpicy. Remember, it is Macca's hottest burger ever. It's available now at all three McDonald's throughout the region, south on Gunnagunoo Road, east on Mary Street, and west on Bridge Street.